0: Howdy friend, welcome to Home Drone, I'm your host R.P. Smith. I'd like to once again thank the folks that put on the Buffalo Common Storytelling Festival, which took place in McCook last weekend. The hospitality was amazing, as was the audience. The idea for the festival came about years ago when it was proposed by some folks that a strip through the middle of our country should be allowed to depopulate and become like the vast areas of Africa being a home for free-roaming animals. Some of the citizens of McCook organized the festival as a way to tell the world that the people in our part of the world like being here and have no intention of packing up and leaving. The idea of an American outback has not been abandoned and is currently caught up in politics in Montana, where the governor, who happens to be running for president, vetoed legislation, that would keep privately owned American bison from becoming wild bison simply by opening a gate. I'm sure that I'm oversimplifying the issue, but my point is that there are people in this country that do not have an understanding of what our part of the country contributes. And community events that take place across the region this time of year are important, both as a reason for neighbors to get together but also as an opportunity to showcase our communities to those who are just passing through. I had the pleasure of sharing the stage at McCook with Jake Riley, a young performer of cowboy poetry who was inspired by cowboy poet Waddy Mitchell, who happened to be an early inspiration for me. Waddy Mitchell and Baxter Black were both on the Johnny Carson Show one night at a rare time in my life when we had a TV antenna. And I could stay up past 1030. It was Waddy's recitation that was instrumental in the writing of my first poem later that night. The poem that Waddy recited was not one of his own, but was written by an Arizona cowboy by the name of Gale Gardner, most famous for his song, poem, Siree Peets, or Tying the Knot in the Devil's Tail. But the poem that Waddy recited that night was Dude Wrangler. I will not claim to do it justice, but I'd like to take a run at it this morning. I'll tell you of a sad, sad story of how a cowboy fell from grace. Now really this is something awful. There never was so sad a case. One time I had myself a partner. I never knowed one half so good. We throwed her outfits in together and lived the way that cowboys should. He savvied all about wild cattle, and he was handy with a rope. For a gentle, well-reigned pony, just give me one that he had broke. He never owned no clothes but Levi's. He wore them till they was slick. He never wore no great big Stetson, cause where we rode the brush was thick. He never had no time for women, so bashful and shy was he. Besides, he'd that they was poison, and so he always let them be well he went to work on distant ranges i did not see him for a year but then i had no cause to worry for i know that some day he'd appear one day i rode in from the mountains a feeling good and steppin' light for i had just sold my yearlings and the price was out of sight but soon i seen the sight so awful it caused my joy to fade away it filled my very soul with sorrow I never will forget that day, for down the street there come a walkin', my old-time part as of yore. Although I know you will not believe me, let me tell you what he wore. He had his boots outside his breeches. They was made of leather green and red. His shirt was a dozen colors loud enough to wake the dead. Around his neck he had a kerchief. "'Nodded through a silver ring. "'I swear by guard, he had a wrist-watch. "'Whoever heard of such a thing? "'Says I, old scout, now what's the trouble? "'You must have et some local weed. "'If you will tell me how to help you, "'I'll get you anything you need.' "'Well, he looked at me for half a minute, "'and then he began to bawl. "'He says bear with me when I tell you "'what made me take this awful fall.' It was a woman from Chicago who put the engine sign on me. She told me I was romantic and just as handsome as could be. Says he, I'm afraid there ain't nothing that you can do to save my hide. I'm wrangling dudes instead of cattle. I'm what they call a first-class guide. Oh, I saddles up their pump-tailed ponies. I fix their stirrups for too. I boost him in the saddles, then give him tips when I'm through. It's just like horses eatin' loco. You cannot quit it if you try. I'll go to wranglin' dudes forever, until the day that I shall die. So I drawed my gun and throwed it on him. I had to turn my face away. I shot him squarely through the middle, and where he fell I left him lay. I surely hated to do it, for things that's done you can't recall. But when a cowboy turns dude wrangler. He ain't no good no more at all. That was The Dude Wrangler by Gail Gardner. Thanks for the inspiration. We never know how what we do might encourage someone down the trail. And while we're on the subject of encouragement, I would like to invite any of you young hands in the area, ages 12 to 18, to the Mason City Homewood Trail Rodeo Bible Camp that will be taking place later this month where not only will we work on roping and riding skills, but also dig into the Word of God. Please give my friend Don Shada at Comstock a call if you'd like more information about this year's camp. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning, brought to you by your local stations and sponsors, and by Power Post Driver, the driving force in fencing. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, And that her happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.